Hi, I'm Mike, and you are listening to Real Things That Really Matter. Our heart in this show is to open up the floor to conversation about topics in the Bible and Christianity that may be hard to understand and to see them from different perspectives. I know that we don't always agree on some things, but we feel that we should be able to ask questions and listen to each other as we walk through this life following Jesus. So, sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy as we venture into another conversation on real things that really matter. Hey, Matt. Well, hello, Mike. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really good. That's good. What do you think we should talk about today? You know, we're, uh, we're kind of getting close to this, this season. Um, most people have probably seen it for the last couple of months, but it's called Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It comes about this time every year, doesn't it? <laughs> every year. Yeah, and it celebrates a man that really needs no introduction. Yeah. Probably. Well, you would think. I would say the most significant person ever in mankind. Yeah. For sure. What was his name? Jesus Christ. Jesus, yes. Right. right. In case you're wondering, that's that's what Christmas is really about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Since we've started this podcast, it's always been to point to Jesus and to honor him and what he's done and is doing in our lives. And we cannot neglect the most important day humanity has ever seen, the day he entered our sphere, our plane of existence, to start his mission of redemption. That's right. And thank God that he did. Yeah, yeah, amen. Amen. Right. You know, I used to I used to hate Christmas. Really? How come? We've talked about my my interesting rebellious years, my prodigal son, as it were. Well, I don't remember you ever saying that you hated Christmas. Yeah, I, I never came up. Okay, tell me <laughs> tell me about it. Why did you hate Christmas? I don't. You know, it just seems so commercialized to me. Okay, I can. I can you would sure walk see into that. the store October first. It got earlier and earlier every year. Sometimes it seemed like it might be July. And the Christmas decorations were out, and they're asking me for money, and they want me to buy gifts, and everybody. You know, has all the pumpkin spice and blah 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 blah, and I just was, right. you know, I just thought it was a big commercialized farce. Well, it we've kind of turned it into that in some regards, yes. But As a society, yeah, yeah. As, absolutely, especially they're, here in North America, for sure. Right, pushing away from who 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 the season is about. We don't even carry manger scenes in the stores anymore. Like you can't right. buy them. I tried. I wanted really? one last year. <laughs> really? No, oh I, my gosh. I couldn't even find like the the ones I could afford. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At any of the stores, the only one I could find was like five thousand dollars. You could probably get a fancy one on Amazon too. Maybe Amazon. I didn't think about Amazon. Okay. Yeah, but actually, at a box store, big box store, probably yeah. not. Couldn't okay. find one there. And that's so. As a society, yeah, we're pushing away from celebrating and showing uh, the honor that Jesus deserves. That he that he is uh, due in this season. Well, but, yeah, I I suggest we just get back to the basics then, and we get right back down to the Christmas story, the original one, and I'll go ahead and read the original Christmas story from Luke 2. Yeah, go ahead. Let's read the story. Okay. Luke 2, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place when Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. 
Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. You know what I love about the Bible? What's that, bud? Is it takes that immensely powerful story and puts it in a half chapter. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) The most important event in the history of mankind, and they put it into, you know, just a few paragraphs. And we read through it and almost give it that amount of thought. Right. And that is, that was my problem. Like, oh, it's just this, yeah, Jesus was born, blah, 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 blah. And then and all I could focus on was what society had made it. Right. And so I think today that's what we're going to do. We're going to go back to, like you said, the basics and, and really just kind of imagine being in the story. Let's talk right. about that. Like, yeah. let's start from the beginning. Okay. Um, so the angel appears to, to Mary, right? Yeah. And First, says, hey. By the way, you're you're going to get pregnant, by the way, and you're going to have the, the, the child of God. Yeah. He'll call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Right. Um, you you know that I'm a virgin, right? Yeah. I'm not even married. Right. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be your husband. It's going to be God. God's going to give you this child, and he's going to be the savior of the, of the world. Can you imagine? She, I would have, but you know, it is an angel that appears to her too. Yeah, on top of the yeah. fact, I, and that just doesn't happen, right? I've never seen an angel. No, have you seen an angel? You know, I think I did when I was a kid, and but I can't really remember clearly if it was just in my imagination as I look back, or like it was real. But right, I, I think I think it could have been either one. It could have been, and yeah. I, you can't. But I've never had one talk to me. No. In Never, like no. like we're talking right now, no. having a conversation. Absolutely not. And 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 thank God, it's and he's never told me that I'm going to get pregnant, because that would be weird. But right. right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry, <laughs> Teshuva. Um, okay. But imagine it's uh, she's a teenage girl, betrothed to be married, never never 
you know, gone against the law. She's obviously, she's, she's highly favored. God has seen what she is, how she has lived and, and he's chosen her to carry the son of God. Yeah, and there's an angel there appearing before you, so you know, hey, this is pretty legit. Yeah, there's and something. And what's so happening. special about me that I get to cho- that I get to carry the Son of God? It's got to be very humbling. It's humbling and terrifying and and awe inspiring, and I can't even imagine then the who emotions. Do you te- then who do you go and tell? Because you got to tell a girlfriend or something, right? Somebody, right? Yeah. Well, like- and she does. She goes and tells uh, her her aunt, her cousin, whatever. I might have to look it up. Sorry, I'm, I forgive me for the. The disparage there, but with the mother of John the Baptist, right? Uh, they go and they have like this this mops prophesying meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And and they get together, and John jumps in the womb full of the Holy Spirit. Like there is so much going on in this story of the nine months it but takes. But that was after Mary was already pregnant, though. Too. Right? She's okay. pregnant with Jesus. Okay. And and um, like there's just this intense uh these moments of. God speaking to her through angels, through people, through her own revelations. It's nine months, nine months of this whole, like we just skip over it. Oh, she was pregnant. And then we have Christmas and then we have no. Right. And so then she knows that she's going to be with Joseph and she has to tell Joseph, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be pregnant. Right. Right. The angel appears to him too. Right. It's like, Hey, she's not fooling around on you. This is legit. Yeah. Because so you can't, don't dump her. And, and imagine as a, as a upstanding Jewish gentleman. Right. Uh, it says in the Bible, he did not want to dishonor her or um, um, just cast her out. Like was his right. Right. Because, hey, my. Because they were engaged while this happened. Sure. is now right. pregnant. And yeah. how do I explain or even believe that her pregnancy is from God? Like, really? That's stretching it there, babe. <laughs> yeah, so that's, and God realizes this. So he says, okay, I'm going to send the angel over to Joseph too. Right. And right. he tells Joseph, this is this, from me. The, this this is, is legit. Yep. Don't dump her. This is my will. Yeah. And you got to follow my plan. So and- imagine Joseph in this story. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to be the father of the son of God. What? Like, how does that work? Yeah. I mean, there's so much to just thinking through this. Right. And then. What do her like her friends and family think when they're not even married yet, and yet she's yeah she's pregnant? Because I don't know how long ago. I mean, maybe they got married right after she got pregnant, so they didn't. No one really knew. Could be, uh, but that doesn't really say in the Bible. It could be. All it says is that Joseph did not know her right until after Jesus was born, and so and so that I could assume that they could have made it look like it was everything was normal. But in the tradition of um, history the wedding night, you had to prove that you consummated the marriage. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that that we don't have to, like, there was probably some, some, uh, some weird looks. They might've had to jump out of town and then split. Right. I don't know. I don't either. Even after, even before the Bethlehem. But just imagine the stress and the anxiety and the, and the hardship that they had to endure. As people, because you know, we as humans, we're so understanding and we're so <laughs> non-judgmental, <laughs> right? And in that society, in that time period, oh, you're I'm pregnant. Sh- oh my gosh! And it's not Joseph's. You could get mm. stoned to death. Yeah, right, right, right. So she had to endure this just during the pregnancy, and maybe this is why she went and stayed with the mother of John for so many months. Is that was kind of a hideout. I don't know. Yeah. This that, is supposition. That makes but, sense. Right. That makes sense. Um, but, but 
just we don't really know. It doesn't go into detail about these little tr- these things. Right. We just kind of have to we just kind of have to speculate and contextualize from the time period and so forth. But now imagine. So this story is already starting off intensely. And we right. haven't even gotten to the birth. This is the, the first nine months of the pregnancy. This is just getting things together and getting in order. To get right. Jesus here. And so we're getting to this point. And then we start where you just read and, and the Roman occupiers of Jerusalem, of Israel, the, the overseers of them, they're slaves, essentially. Free slaves. They can do kind of whatever they want to a point. They have the religious freedom as long as they don't you know, cross Rome and, and they pay taxes and they do what they need to do in order to stay in their religious freedom, quote unquote. Um, and, and the Roman, uh, overlord, the Roman emperor at this time says, Hey, I want to know how many people there are in my region. So wherever you were born and wherever you're from, you need to go back there and tell me, uh, how many of you there are. Hmm. Well, that seems inconvenient. I can't get in my car. <laughs> no right right let me get in my car let's go let's go take a nice drive and turn the radio on babe yeah you're pregnant and this ride across the desert should be fun yeah because they were from nazareth all right and so then they had to go all the way to bethlehem yeah how far was that that I don't was know. like that was i think it was it was like I think it was 150 miles. Maybe not quite. Let me look that up. Let's get some facts around. Let's find out here real fast. But it's not, it's not a flat highway type drive. I mean, they had the roads. Rome obviously did um, some amazing things for travel. It's a, it's an hour and 45 minutes, 150 kilometers. At what speed? Yeah. And so, I mean, at what speed is that? So let's say, you know, 150 kilometers. I don't know that. Convert that for me. Let's see. Why is it giving me kilometers? I don't understand that. No, because we're in a different region. You figure, so you figure at 60 miles an hour, you've got an hour drive at 60 miles. Kilometers would be, stand by, mate. We need to pause this. (laughs) (laughs) We need to cut this part out. Okay, we can cut this out. Okay. Uh, Let's see. How many miles is 145 kilometers? 90 miles. Okay. Okay. So. Starting back up in three, two, one. So 90. It was 90 miles. 90 from, miles. From Nazareth to Bethlehem. Okay. Okay. And we got to do that on. On by, a donkey. On a donkey. Which drive. Well, you and can ride a donkey how fast? Two miles an hour? You know, I, I would I would think you'd you go five miles an hour, maybe. I think that's so that's pushing with it a pretty pregnant hard. woman on it, with a pregnant woman, and, and you're, and you're walking, it. and you're walking. So you have to walk five miles an hour for how long? That's days. Yeah, that's so, days I mean, of yeah. travel. I mean, if you if you do if you do ten hours a day, that's you know there's fifty miles. Yeah, See, you could do it probably with stopping and everything. You could probably do it. I would think in a week easily. Yeah. So yeah. now that five sounds five days maybe sounds so pleasant. Right. <laughs> hey right. babe, jump on the donkey. We're going to right. Bethlehem. Right. Yeah. You have to stop and. Uh huh. Oh, and you're pregnant. Camp. Like very, very pregnant. Because when we get to Bethlehem, what happens? Oh, you. She, she's ready to go. She goes into labor. She's ready to go. Right. Mm-hmm. Because because they couldn't find an inn when they get there. They, they just show up and she's They're having last one the, to the baby. party for sure. Yeah. yeah. So this trip was miserable. I can't imagine. Can you imagine? 
Joseph! <laughs> Joseph! <laughs> oh, man, I can't imagine. I'm sure he was not a happy camper either. Right, that was tough. That was tough sledding there for a few days. And so they show up, and, and there's nowhere for her to stay. There's nowhere to stay. And, and there's then there's there's the there's the inn, and, and then there's there's a manger underneath the inn, like the basement on the first floor where yeah. they kept the animals and in stuff. the in the barn. That's the that's the barn. That's the manger. Yeah. Then at least in that time period, that's typically what they had. Dirty, smelly, just just and it, and it's packed full because well the inn is so full. Well, everybody that brought an animal has got their animals in there, right? Right. So it's not. It's not a very clean, peaceful, pleasant environment. Right. And you're going to have a baby. You're having a baby. And you don't even have a midwife. And how right. Do you, you, know, you can't like boil water or anything back in those days and I can just bring it down there. Right. Like, it's a very unclean environment to have a baby in. Yeah. The son of God. The son of God. So so she's having this this experience of, of all natural birth. Yeah. There's no epidural. There's right. no pain meds. There's no Lamage classes. There's there was none of that. I'm sure right. that they knew how to have babies. Absolutely, because oh, for sure. you know that was kind of the thing. But um, they talked a lot more back then, right? Right. <laughs> Passed on information, but still, you're having an all natural birth in a barn in a strange place, all by yourself. Yeah, that's got to be tough. The stress, the the fear, the anxiety. I can't imagine. Yeah. And this is, yeah. And then we have the baby and everything's cool and people show up. <laughs> we, we assume everything's cool. I mean, Jesus survived the right, birth. Right, and so that was right. good. And, and Mary survived the birth and Joseph survived the birth. <laughs> yeah. And then they have the baby and they have guests arrive. So, yeah. In this meantime, uh, in the meantime of, of this happening, there's these shepherds out here in the field, right? Uh-huh. And they're just having like so we're going to the shepherds now and they're and they're these um just these guys that live off of tending the sheep. They they probably enjoy being away from people more than they like people. Right. They're they're in their uh natural element. It's nighttime. It's right. dark. It's there's no cars, there's no street lights, there's no planes flying over. It's probably pretty quiet. It's a night like any other night. Yeah. A night that we can't even imagine here in America unless you live out in a very rural area and you can go out and hear what it is to hear peace, quiet, nothing. Out in the boonies. Right, exactly. Right. You know, uh, I won't mention any places. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and then the and they're angel, sitting there, yeah. Yeah, and the angel of the Lord appears with a bright light. It's like brighter than the sun. Right. Lighting up the sky. In the, it's just, I don't, it, I'm assuming the way it sounds, it was instant. Just like a light comes on. What's going on? <laughs> they just had to be in shock and fear. Yeah. Like, what is that? Cause there's, you know, in, in our days we would imagine, oh, some, somebody's got a spotlight or there's a plane or, or we're being attacked or what it, these guys have never seen anything that they compare, can compare this to never. Right. There's no fireworks back then. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's no there's special no rocket, effects. There's no special effects. I've never seen a movie. Yeah. Don't, don't know anything nothing about CGI. To it to. Don't know anything. And all of a sudden, Here we this go. voice booms out from heaven saying, peace. Read that again. What does the angel say? Yeah. And so now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. 
And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I give you good tidings of great joy, for which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So these guys are... Are I'm assuming devout Jewish men. <laughs> and they're right? like, well, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> they they know the yeah, prophecy, right? They know what has been spoken, and it's it's been spoken over the generations that they're waiting for this. They're waiting. Messiah they're to waiting for the Messiah exactly. And every Jewish boy, when he was little, learns this story, and they know that it's Bethlehem. Yeah, and they yeah, and so they're hearing this angel that shows up in the middle of the night. Say what they've been waiting for for generations. That's going to be humbling here. to them too. It's like, why are we so special that we get to know this? Right, humbling and and I'm imagining uh, excite exciting, very exciting. Like, uh, well, obviously, here. the most exciting thing that's ever happened to them, right, or ever will. And it's been 400 years since they've heard from God at all, right. There was a silent period for 400 years between Old Testament and New Testament, and now an it's not a prophet, it's an angel. That showed up. Yeah. And then he brings his, his buddies. And yeah. then they all show <laughs> up. They all show up. A multitude shows up in the sky and they're angels. singing. Yeah. Glory. I can't imagine hearing angels singing. You hear about it in the Bible, but they showed up. And God's throwing a party. You, you, see, you see this? He opens up the heavens and says, my son is born. Listen to us sing. Listen to the celebration. My plan is now fulfilled. He yeah. is here. That's just got that's mind blowing. Can yeah. you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? Oh, a th listen to a th a thousands of angels singing all at once. Glory and they're just God sitting there. There's a, they got to be falling on their faces. They got to be so scared. Right. And then it, and then it's over. Yeah, and, then and then they're, they're gone. Just like they showed up, they're gone. And and it's dark and they're probably sitting there. Did that just happen? Uh, did yeah. you see that? <laughs> did y'all just see that? Hey, Cuz I did. Yeah. Hey, did you see that? <laughs> that was crazy. We need to go, and and you know we read it in the Bible. Well, let yeah. us go and see. They're like, what you know they what? Let's let's go to Bethlehem and I'm check this sure out. I'm pretty sure there was sure. some jumping and some screaming and some. Bro, let's go, let's go right now. Let's yeah, go. And they leave the sheep. Drop the sheep right there. Boom. Leave they go. Them, leave them and go. And so they run into town, and they find this manger. They they run in, and now the story converges. And these shepherds barge into this barn where Mary is just given birth, and Joseph and her are probably just exhausted and in in shock and wondering what in the world is going on because God, have you abandoned us? We're in a barn and we just gave birth to your son, and you said that he was the savior of all mankind, and we're in a barn. Right. And how many mangers do you think they had to go to first before they found the yeah, right one? I have one? no idea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't never, think there was probably a that. whole lot. It could have been that many. But there was, the, you know, I'm, yeah, there, there, there's just, uh. yeah, people don't think about this when you really break it down. If like you're, if they made it into a movie and they watched and you look, they made it into like, you know, like a real accurate movie, a real, you don't need to add anything details, to this. Exactly. And so can you imagine being Joseph and Mary and these dirty kind of crazed shepherds because they're excited 
run into this barn and and they're and they're like, let me see him, let me see him, let me see him. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> I would imagine some panic is ensuing at this point, right. going, get away from me, leave, go, get out of here. What are you doing? My wife just gave birth. Can you can you see that we're and we're, then they're like, no, hey, listen. I don't care if she just gave birth. We're here to see him because of thousands of angels just yeah. appeared and told us about this. They just so this is like no other kid, right? So we're going to see him, yeah, and pay homage to him. And so they, this is we have to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. The savior of the world is here. The Messiah. He's the Messiah, and we just the were told. Messiah. And she's like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. And so she hears <laughs> Joseph. This. Let him in. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Joseph, yeah. let him in. Yeah. Lighten up. You know. Yeah. She's she said, and at the end of that, it says that yeah, she's pondering these things. Yeah, so she's like, hey, okay, like maybe some affirmation. Like, no, I haven't. Totally left you was alone. affirmation. Is like this is really happening, and this was these are more witnesses that came and said this is what we witnessed. Yeah, yeah, and this is really happening. This is really what's happening to you, and yeah. this is how powerful your son's going to be. And blessed are you among women, as the angel wow. said. It's got to be a lot of pressure too. It's like I'm the mom of the son of God, right? How do I raise the son I of God? Not, I better not screw this one up. Ah, and so she ponders these things. She <laughs> right. thinks, and I can't. Yeah, I can't right. imagine the things that are going. Through I hope I'm a good her enough. Head. I hope I'm a good enough mom. Yeah, for the son of God. Yeah, I, I, that's a lot of pressure. Right. Wow. This is the story of Christmas. Yeah. And that, and the, and the angels go and they tell everybody in the town and. And who knows how they received it? Everybody's there's probably people that thought they were crazy, because you know that when we when when you run around and you tell people these things that seem impossible, they just think you're a lunatic or seeing it wrongly or uh, yeah, I don't I don't know that I believe you, because at that point the rest of the town doesn't show up, right? And why would they? They would say these these shepherds are crazy. If, even if they, you know, yeah. there was ten of them that said, "Hey, this was, really happened." There was a baby in a barn, and you guys, yeah, that's the Messiah. Are you serious? No, no, yeah, the angels told me. Yeah, okay, whatever. Go tend to your sheep. Bah. Right, right. <laughs> of course, there's also the star that appears above his his the, above the above the town too, or above the stable. Right, right. And that's a whole other story of the of the three wise men of the magi right. or the wise men. Yeah, we don't know how many there were right. really, but it says from the east, and that's yeah. a whole other story wise because that actually east. happens uh, probably around two years later. Right, and so um, that part of the Christmas story really continues on throughout his childhood, and they show up and they and they find the young boy. Uh, but anyways, we're right. This this right here is the story. Of what we celebrate. And right. it's about the Jesus birth of Christ. showing up. The birth of Christ. And it's exciting and it's awe-filling. Like, I can't imagine being one of those characters. To be instrumental in uh, seeing or bringing the Son of God into this world. Right. Just to be one of the shepherds, you know. Just that would have been tremendous. Yeah. And to know that Emmanuel, God with us, this is what Mary and Joseph were told to name him. What do you name right. him? Jesus. I name him Jesus. He is Emmanuel. Right. And to know that God is now in my story. God has entered our existence as a human baby to bring the redemption, the redemption that God has promised all the way back from the moment the fall happened. Correct. This is Jesus starting the rescue mission. For humanity. To bridge the gap that happened with Adam and Eve, yeah. Yeah. And so it's not 
you know, it's not, it's, it feels, it's awe-inspiring, it's awesome, it feels good, but it's also very intense, and, and I picture uh, kind of like a black ops mission of going in behind the enemy lines. Like, I'm in, I'm going, and this is the start. And there was a lot of stuff that happens after that that we kind of gloss over, like Herod wanting to kill all the babies, and and he goes and he and he murders hundreds of male children under two, yeah. As 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 Jesus and Joseph and Mary flee into Egypt, right? Because the yeah, the angel shows up again, and says you got to get you got to get out go. right now, drop yeah. everything, go. And yeah. so there's there's some intense uh, there's some intense opposition, like the spiritual warfare that's happening is. out of this world. Can you imagine? Why do you think that Herod wants Jesus dead so much? Well, yeah, he wants to keep his throne and he wants to keep his power, but he knows that it's, this is the son of God. And who's driving that? I don't know that he knows that. He does because when the Magi are there and we're jumping into the ahead of the story, but the, the, uh, the teachers tell him the Son of God, the Messiah, will be born in Bethlehem. It tells, but the, he's saying, but he's worried about him, the King of the Jews. He doesn't necessarily believe them that they're the, the Son of God, though. I don't mm, think he does. Maybe not, but he believes enough that he knows that this baby may take his kingship. Not understanding what being the King of the world is truly meaning. Jesus didn't come to set up his kingdom on earth but to bring the kingdom of God to earth. Yeah. And so I agree the spiritual warfare and the, and the opposition and trying to kill Jesus before he could fulfill the entirety of the mission. Like this is, this is part of the whole story and it starts on Christmas. Yeah. And it's, and it's amazing and it's an amazing story and we've commercialized it and we've turned it into something that it shouldn't be. Right. And so so that's where I was. Right, and so that's why you just became disenchanted with the whole thing. Yeah, I would just and and I was walking away but, from God, and I yeah, wasn't. Yeah, but you knew that you I, you knew that you know with the way you were raised and your folks and stuff that what the actual message of of Christmas actually was. Oh though. yeah, I knew, but my focus was the commercialization, and uh, it turned you off from the whole concept. Everybody wanted gifts, and it's just another right. thing to spend money and blah blah blah, and watch stupid movies and. And, and I just, I just shut down from it. And as I walked back into my relationship with Jesus, as, as I got to, uh, be closer with him, Christmas got a little more exciting every year and not because of anything that had changed. Like I like we just said at the beginning, we're walking further and further away from the actual Christmas story as a society every year. But my heart was getting closer and closer to Jesus and remembering why this is important. And I love to go into that story and just put myself there and say, that's where it started. Yeah. And the, the humble beginnings. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't, he didn't need to be in the, he didn't need to be in the ritzy inn. He didn't need to be in fancy place. He should the have most- come and the whole earth got the announcement that the shepherds did. Right. You know, yeah, like the entire earth should have had the fanfare if that anybody, here is the king. If anybody deserved a, a, a great entrance, it was him. Yeah, the red carpet and the Absolutely. whole works, trumpets everywhere. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. yeah, and yet he was unnoticed and unrecognized and uncelebrated, other than by a select few who got yes. to 
share the the story. The I can't imagine sh- that the they ever stopped yeah. talking about that. Oh, they never did. Yeah. Like, sure. oh, do you remember that night out in the fields? How could remember you that? Forget? How could you forget? Yeah, I remember that. That was crazy. <laughs> I love the Christmas story. I wonder man. what ever happened I'm, to that I'm baby. I'm energized. I'm, I'm yeah. so happy we talked about Christmas today. And so I'm hoping that as this comes up here in the next few days, uh, that you're, if, if you were like me or are like me and, and you're at a point where, uh, listener, you're kind of just hoping Christmas comes and goes and is over with and everybody puts their stuff away. I hope that you hear this story and you remember that this is the day Jesus started his mission to rescue you, to rescue me. He was born because of, to rescue us. Yeah. Yeah, and that's amazing in itself. Yeah, and if you've never heard it, and that's that humbling. Way, yeah, yeah, that's humbling. Then, then I pray. Um, we both pray that that you would hear the heart of Christ. He came for you. He came as a baby, as a humble servant, to bring you into the kingdom as a son of God. And he desperately wants to have a relationship with you. Yeah, and he's waiting, and he's working to make that happen. And that's his gift to you. And that gift lasts forever. Yeah. So. No money can buy it. No act of service can earn it. He just gives it to you. You just have to accept. Please do. Well, I'm energized. I loved it. I know. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for Christmas. I'm going to wake up at four and jump on my kids' beds and say, <laughs> it's here. It's Christmas. Dad. Christmas it's is here. here. Jesus, I know him. I know him too, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Matt, for walking through that with me. uh, I'm energized as well. Okay, listeners, we'll hit you next time. God bless you. We'll hit you next time. Merry Christmas. God bless. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that you have been challenged to study God's word to find out what it says and to build on what you believe. Our heart is to help create a desire in you to draw closer to Jesus. If you would like to contact us with questions or comments, email us at mikematrealthings at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to stay in the know of what we are doing. Again, thanks for joining us today. May God bless you and keep you. See you next time.